Hello and welcome to the War Report. I am your host Cyrus, joined by Quan. This is a show where we talk about NXT and AEW. Uh, how you feeling, Quan? Like shit. Okay. Yo, let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I go outside one time, just hit the bar, see some old coworkers. I go out to the bar one time. In my deathbed from Sunday until now, I have not. This is the first time I've really gotten out of bed since Sunday, and let me tell you, the boy's miserable. But we gonna fight through. <laughs> Did you get tested? Yeah, no, no COVID. We're good. We're good on the COVID. No, I'm just, I'm just sick. That boy just sick. Oh man, if you don't pop a goddamn uh, Mucinex bit, you know what's crazy? People don't even get regular sick no more. People just get COVID or nothing, bro. Like, when's the last time you heard somebody say, oh, yo, I'm just sick, regular sick? Uh, Well, probably, like, for me, recently, what is it? Uh, There's always this stomach bug that goes around at work, and I'm just like, I don't know what y'all motherfuckers be doing, but that shit don't be getting me, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, uh, I think that happened, like, two weeks ago. But, yeah, th- right now, it is either you're sick or COVID. And I think people just say that they're just, like, I think people like more or less say they were fine if they don't have COVID. So, uh, yeah. I feel like niggas are still getting sick. But uh, yeah, uh, ain't much really going on. Uh, and Quan wants to get out of here so he can sleep. Um, yeah, let's, 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 let's get it going, man. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So let's get into in the trenches. First things first, we say goodbye to L.A. Night. Happy trails, um, man. Good, uh, good luck. This is all, uh, you know, giving it a try, not being a grind runner, man. Uh, I saw a lot of people not happy with him going up and managing Mace or Face, whatever the fuck he's gonna be now, because he's like a manager, and it was just like literally his greatest skill in NXT was talking. And I don't know what y'all want him to do, like. <laughs> I mean, I guess they want him to wrestle. My thing is, even with that, even with that, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, um, last week or two weeks ago, footage online came out of a dark segment with uh, LA Knight managing Mace, um, former Mace of Retribution. Um, So for one, we don't even know if that's what he's really going to be, you know, come Mm -hmm. actual debut time. We just know they tried that out. You know, maybe it didn't work out. Maybe Vince didn't like that. For all we know, he can come up next week and be a wrestler. So I I don't think it's we don't have to be too quick to be upset about um something that might not even really happen and on the real show. Um, but from what I read, I believe from Fightful, they're saying that yeah, there's no plan for him in NXT anymore. So he's pretty much done. So I mean, he had a great last couple months in NXT. I mean, mm-hmm. crowd basically treated him like he was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wait. You said that he had a uh, what is it a good last couple of months or whatever. But it was just like I don't I don't think he won a match in his like. No, no, he, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying he won anything, but I mean, yeah. as far as crowd reaction goes, yeah, man, body it, was, it was a great yeah, it was a great week on his way out, and that motherfucker was like oh and seven. <laughs> that boy was getting his ass whooped by Grayson Waller, bro. Oh my god, and then uh, got his ass cooked by Walter. Uh, but yeah, true. I mean, it's all fine. Like, like you said, like uh, nothing is concrete. Anything can change. They can literally be a tag team like next week. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, and just because he's talking now doesn't mean he won't wrestle later. 
and yeah, I like Leo Rush or everybody other or like you know every other manager has come up in the last like three yeah. years. Usually at some point they end Drake up Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. Yeah, it, it'll happen. Yeah, so should be fine. Should be straight. Um, there's a possibility for more uh, AEW and New Japan cross shows. Um, I mean, yeah, the. Uh, Oh, yeah. no, no, I was no. saying, according to um, Sports Illustrated, Obari, um, I believe, mm-hmm. I don't know his first name, uh, the d- president of New Japan was like, hey, now that the um, the borders are open, we uh, we can we can start looking at more crossover shows. Nothing has been confirmed yet outside of Forbidden Door, but there has been a lot of um, intrigue and excitement for the Forbidden Door event. So I can see if this show is successful, which I'm sure it will be because it's in Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah, Chicago going to sell that out. So if it's in Chicago, I think if it's successful, which I think it will be, I'm sure they'll do more cars. I'm sure they'll send some AEW guys over to uh, Japan. I mean, borders are open at this point. Yeah. Um, we'll see how Forbidden Door goes before I say I'm excited for any more AEW New Japan cross matches. I mean, cross shows. Because, like, yeah, we could get more of these. But if they're not good... Do we need more of them? Uh, I don't. So. I don't think Forbidden Door. Gonna, <laughs> I I can't see Forbidden Door being a bad show. I can see probably maybe being like, okay, that was cool, but like, where do we go from here? Mm. But um, I can't well, see it going. Bad. I think, I think if the over if the, like the verdict or like the overwhelming reaction is, which it won't be because you know, this is a a dream for a lot of people. But if this shit is just okay. That's bad in my book because this was supposed to be y'all golden goose. This was y'all, hey man, the, the world is changing, the tides are turning. And if I walk away with just, that was all right. That's not a good show. But uh, I'm pretty sure they'll probably be like three decent masters on the show. Um, yeah, sure. And if we do get more New Japan AEW cross shows, we're most likely going to see, like, you know, how in ROH there was like a change of format where it's not like New Japan where it's like hella tag matches and then like three singles so I feel like for Forbidden Door in Chicago I feel like we might get a lot more like singles matches you know I'm I'm interested in how this relationship is going to work because if you do remember the New Japan Ring of Honor kind of a collaboration they were doing a lot of the time Mm -hmm. the Ring of Honor guys were doing the job I'd say most most of the time so I'm interested to see who's going to be winning and losing in these matches. Shit, That's I would assume, I would still assume that AEW is going to take the L on here because who the fuck they got experience that needs to be getting a win over a Tanahashi and Okada, a Shingo, a Kota Ibushi if he's okay, um, a Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, you know, like I feel like the only people, the only niggas that are really going to be losing on the like on those like sort of cards or like that show in my mind, in my opinion, right now would be like niggas like. Suzuki, Ishii, Yuji Nagata. Um, is Juice Robinson still over there? I don't know. Um, I don't think. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, like uh, Taguchi, like them niggas. Like, I don't see anybody. Old guys. Yeah, I don't see anybody like higher up on the card really losing, unless they're going up against Punk or Brian. We go. We gonna see. I, I'm interested to see how the. I'm interested to see how the card shapes up. I will say that. I want to see what, what happens. We got some time though. I haven't watched New Japan in a really long time. Nor have but, I. I have. Yeah, but 
I know if I see Adam Cole versus Tanahashi, oh, Adam Cole's losing. If I see a Hangman Page versus anybody, oh, that nigga losing. No, I'm playing. Um, no, <laughs> um, there's just like levels to this shit, and like you can eyeball it and be like, oh, okay, like you know who should be winning here. Uh, unless you know what is it? AEW booking takes priority for a lot of this because they have weekly television. I mean, sure, that'd be fine. Yeah, and it's their event. So they have to kind of keep it cohesive with storylines. If that's my that's what I'm concerned about. Will it be storyline driven at all or will it just be matches? It'll probably just be matches. <sighs> I guess. I mean, I'm not like completely mad at it, but I would prefer if there was some story story involved. I'll say that much. I w- I will agree with that much. Um, well, who knows? I don't even I don't even be liking. I don't I don't like AEW or New Japan stories like that. So, um, it is what it is. Uh, moving on, we got Pat Buck joining AEW. Uh, I have no idea who this man is. I'm not gonna lie. Um, this is where I. Ex- expose myself as a casual fan because when niggas was talking about Pat Buck, I was just like, I don't... Who the fuck is this nigga, bro? Does he wrestle? No? Then why should I really be caring right now? Um, so, <laughs> if you could enlighten me. Um, I don't really know. I didn't know who Pat Buck... I don't, I think he was like an indie guy um, previous. I wish that I should, we should probably be more Because I, <laughs> I, uh, I know that he's going to be coaching for AEW. Yes. And then I was just he like, was, oh, the most easiest job in the world. You're basically top flight security. <laughs> so, um, yeah, okay. He was an Ohio Valley guy. So I was right. He was an indie guy for for a while in the mid-2000s, coming up with like Punk and all that. What do you do in uh, Ohio Valley? Was he wrestling in there? Yeah, he was a wrestler. He was a, he was a wrestler. He was, um, I, know then, this then, be, I know this might be an impossible task, but like can you sell me on Pat Buck? Like, who the fuck is this nigga? Like, <laughs> I've never seen a dude wrestle. I don't know. Like, what is this importance of him, like, really joining AEW? <laughs> I just thought – the reason I put it on there, because I just thought it was interesting, because um, he was a producer previously for WWE for, mm-hmm. I believe, a good three or four years. I believe he got signed in 2019 to be a producer. And I know he just produced two matches at WrestleMania. I wish I could remember which matches they were. And then uh, put- I believe one of them was the Ronda. Ma- uh, I believe it was the Ronda and uh, Roman match. Okay. Oh well. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, he he produced those two matches, and then he was like, "Hey, I'm out of here. I want to spend more time with my family." And then like two weeks later, he's like, "I'm signing with AEW." Which yeah. at first I was like, "Huh?" But then I was like, "Also, they only work. They only work. You know, once a week." So I guess he could spend more time with his family. I I do wonder if, you know, maybe it'll help out with some of the match structure in AEW. Probably not. I don't know. I I, I was listening to, a, um, mm-hmm. well, not listening, I was reading something about how um, Dustin Rhodes, he was talking about product, producing matches in WWE compared to AEW. And from what it seemed like from Dustin Rhodes, it seemed like they give them a lot of free reign to kind of do what they want, and I kind of wish mm-hmm. AEW didn't do that. I bullshit. Wish we see that. We see that shit. In a little. Uh, we see this shit in a lot of the bullshit matches that would happen on AEW tonight. But um, I, I'm I'm scrolling down in the article, and yeah, um, him and Michael Pia, uh, Michael Hayes worked on uh, Roman Raw, gotcha. and then uh, Charlotte uh, Ronda. He matches with kind of weird finishes too. I don't know. I mean, those matches are okay to me. 
But yeah, I, yeah. Uh, my thing is, is that like we see a we see a lot of motherfuckers that get hired by AEW. We're just like, oh man, hopefully like that do some cool shit, and then like uh, nothing really happens. Like I wasn't expecting Mark Henry and goddamn Paul White to really be making any change, but like when I hear people like Jerry Lynn, Dean Malenko getting hired, and then I see the inter- I see where we're at now. I'm just like, then what's the fucking point? I'm not really sure what those guys. I I I'm thinking those guys probably. You know what probably happened? Somebody probably called Pat Buck and was like, "Yo, they pay you bread over here. And you only got to work one day a week, and you barely yeah, even have sure. to do nothing." That I'm, I'm I guarantee it's like, happening. You know what? If that's the case, go ahead, bro. Get that I'm bag, for sure. Man. I'm for sure. AEW poached them, which is like that's perfectly fine. But I feel like they're not going to utilize him to like his full abilities. So, um. We'll see what happens because to me, in my eyes, AEW is still Tony Khan's rodeo, and he be putting the worst horses on. So, hey, <laughs> congrats to Pat Buck for uh, becoming all elite. Finessing that much, <laughs> flexing and finessing. Uh, yeah. Next thing that we got here, uh, which is pretty big deal. TBS and TNT are no longer developing new scripted programming. Uh, a lot of motherfuckers started scrambling. Uh, and then I saw a motherfucker go, well, AEW isn't scripted. And I said, whatever helps you sleep at night. Whatever helps you sleep at night, big dog. <laughs> I, I, I will say I am a little confused by this because I don't know what they're considering. If they mean scripted, do they mean like sitcoms and like dramas or would AEW fit under that bill? Is where I'm kind of like, it's there's because it's such a weird like intersection between yeah. the two things. Well, like in my mind, everything on TV is scripted. So I'm yeah. just like, unless it's like live sports. Those? Yeah, unless it's like live sports. Okay, I can TV. see. Because even like reality TNT. show the comp. Oh, go ahead. No, because TBS has baseball, right? I believe they have baseball. In my mind, TNT is fine because they can overload it with sports and reruns of Marvel movies. What the fuck TBS going to have? Well, like, I guess it says new programming. So. Well, I don't think they're. Big Bang, I don't think Big Bang Theory about to run it up, boy. I don't. I don't think they're signing on for any new more new shows. I think whatever shows they got going on are probably going to go until the contract is up. Because I believe, uh, what show was it? I believe it was like Animal Kingdom or it's one of those shows got like signed for like two more years. So I mean, we gonna AEW, see. Uh, there, there's been no word of AEW uh, extension or another deal. Yeah, yeah. We, we, they, I think it's too early for that. I believe not to 2024. Well, I think when the contract is up, I believe for both for both brands. Um, I mean for both companies. Yeah, I believe. I'm I'm reading right now. When it comes to AEW, the company has a deal that runs through 20 uh 2023. So, hey man, Discovery do the right thing, man. Y'all know what to do. Would you, would you stop, man? Let this company be. You don't want this company to die so bad. <laughs> hey man, uh. I gave it. I gave it enough time. <laughs> at the at, at this point, I think I, I think it's time that we do what we do, bro. I really don't God. think AEW is that bad, bro. It's not that bad where I want it canceled. It's it's God it's God's plan, bro. Just let it happen. <laughs> God's all right, plan. Uh, all right. 
normally we put the Patreon stuff at the end of the episode, but we're going to put it on this front before we go into our AEW. So uh, we have our Patreon question of the week. Um, just asking a little bit more about uh, matches that you guys would possibly want to see on uh, the Forbidden Door show. So uh, we're going to get into that. And then uh, if you're not a patron, this will just cut to AEW. <laughs> Look in my eyes, Chris. I lift behind my eyes. I can smell the fear coming off you. You bitch, I can smell it. When you say a hit in our world, you got to be prepared to put someone in the ground. Guess what, Chris? We've done it before, and we'll put you guys in the ground, too. Are you ready to do that? Are you prepared? Nah. All right, AEW. I missed the first half because my alarm did not go off, so I'll be watching Dax ah, yeah, versus yeah, yeah, Cash yeah. Um, tomorrow. And then... Have uh, you, okay, well, I'll ask you this question. Have you seen Brett versus L1 from WrestleMania 10? Yes. Then you've seen this match. <laughs> oh, okay. It, then I will literally, be watching this match. No, no. In all seriousness, no. It was a good match, but they took like five different spots from that match and threw it in that match. It was a good match, though. I will say that much. Um, yeah, because it's fucking taking from WrestleMania. Because Brett versus Owen. I mean, look. That's not it was. A, it was me, a fun. It, it was. You already know how I feel about the uh, the the deriding of the Hart family from Brett. I mean, from uh, not Brett, sorry, from uh, FTR, Dax FTR. Cash. And to make it worse, that CM Punk on commentary <laughs> to oh, also brother. be on the knees of the of the Hart family. Um, so it was all, it was all boing, boing. a whole lot of shaboing boing. But for real though, it was it was a good match to watch. It was it is a fun match, and Dax won. And I'm gonna tell you right now, Dax is my pick to win the whole thing at this point. No, well, if he won, it'd be very uh, on brand. As they continue and beg Bret Hart to show up in AEW, um, you know it's the saddest shit that I think I've seen in this past week. Besides the uh, people saying Riho is better than Becky Lynch, man. Um, On your mind? What is it? There was an article that came out. It was just like there's speculations of Bret Hart signing a very lucrative deal with WWE, and that's why he hasn't shown up in AEW. And I was just like, that's the excuse that you have to make. Maybe he just don't fuck with y'all. <laughs> Maybe he just don't want to be on AEW, bro. Maybe you had I, to make oh, I, you had to make up a deal for why he like was the one person that's just like I don't want to be on AEW. I believe he is um, managing them on the indies. At some indie shows, I, I haven't seen that. I seen them take pictures like fangirls with him at, at some con. <laughs> You know, for forty dollars. That's nasty. Shit, I can word. take a picture with Bret Hart too, Brett. Shout out to Bret um, Hart. Yeah, man. So stay your ground with your very lucrative, secretive deal. Then uh, it's probably just a legend deals. They can get more of them little uh, action figures out and yeah. you know put them in the games or whatever. I th- I think that shit was hilarious. It's just like there has to be a reason why he's not on AEW. And it's just like, how about you figure out if the deal is real, huh? That too. Oh, real journalism shit. Um, but yeah. And then next, uh, Hangman Page and CM Punk is confirmed for Double or Nothing. I believe uh, Hangman Page p- tested positive for COVID. Um, yeah, get so, well soon to Hangman. Um, hey, man. Sa- sa- saved his ass from a verbal ass whooping. 
from Punk week in and week out. Oh, uh, we, uh, we we still got time. <laughs> Double or nothing ain't no time soon. It's like five weeks away. Hey man, take hey man, pay, take your time, man. Spend a little with your family. Get better. You know, uh, take some breath breath tests, some respiratory tests, man. You ain't got to show up so soon, bro. Say save your save yourself the ass whooping. Being hangman, going through it. Two, two soldiers in the same <laughs> trouble. You feel me? We go. It's, it's, it's rough out here. And this nigga say he ain't oh. got COVID. Yeah, you're you're cooked, brother. I, I did. I did the test. I'm good. Wait, hold on. We're talking about. Um. So I mean, Page and Hangman should be good for the most part, but them <laughs> they still got time for a build. But I feel like if Hangman doesn't come back soon. It might be one of those like three week builds, and then whatever happens happens, and they'll probably have like a rematch or some shit. Wait, when double nothing again? <laughs> I got you. It's like May, like at the end of May. I think Labor Day weekend, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's mad far. That's so far, bro. I really think AW needs. Um, you say that's you say that's mad far, but that's like that's a whole month. That? All right. So if Hangman doesn't come back by next week, then we only have like. Week. You think so? Yeah. Plus, like, think about it. Like, how long have been MJF and um, Wardlow been feuding? This is going. They have to drag this out for another four weeks. And you know how you MJF know feuds go. Yeah. We, look where we, look fa- where we fa- get fa- to. I'm gonna pay this loser to face you. Then I'm gonna pay this loser to face you. Then I'm gonna pay this loser to face you. And then yeah. I'm gonna get some bigger loser to face you. Um. But yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, um. Right. So, next segment. We got the Jericho Appreciation Society uh, with Eddie Kingston and Pride and Powerful. And once again, it's just another segment where they take pop shots at how they take pop shots at sports entertainment. Um, Eddie Kingston puts on his black scent. um, And then whatever happens there happens. There was like no violence or whatever. It's not a a black scent. That's a a tough New Yorker accent. I wouldn't even say Mm -hmm. the black scent. Cause I have like every race from New York tries uh, to talk like that when they're out of town. Yeah, he 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 he, he put he puts on uh the he puts on the uh, the the Fabio foreign act. Um. So yeah, um, I don't I don't know what to make of the segment. I just have one question. What's that? Why did gun violence set off Chris Jericho? Because Jericho is pretty calm, and then uh, what is it? Uh, because he said I'm gonna put a hit out on you or whatever, and then hey uh. Kingston was just like, oh, when you when you say put a hit, uh, put a hit out, that means it puts a means to an end or whatever. And you put like the guns up to his head, and I don't know that shit set Jericho off. Yeah, like that, man. <laughs> and then Jericho, Jer- Jericho is letting like, letting fucking Kingston get to him, and I think that shit is so sad. That's fine. I think he needs to show a little vulnerability in his character. Um, <laughs> I will say the segment later on in the night when they, they got jumped in the parking lot. That's one mm-hmm. of the better fireballs I've seen in the, in the wrestling. That was a really good fireball. Hell yeah. of a fireball. And then, uh, no medical staff present, but we got uh, a Ruby, Hoso, uh, Ruby Soho sighting. Uh, and mean, two children and then some random nigga looking after. <laughs> I mean, that makes uh, sense. I mean, they, I don't think they, I mean, like, because if it just happened, we don't, I don't think the medical staff would be right there immediately when we get there. I mean, they backstage the fucking thing. Uh, what is it? You could literally see a red ambulance in the fucking bar lot. I think that's the funniest part. Ambulance. Ambulance. That'll be somebody yeah, did it. Uh, niggas was in the concession stand getting hot dogs. Yeah, they were chilling. They probably get some food. <laughs> that was crazy. Waiting for Sammy to drop himself on his head first. They're probably outside the ringside waiting for Sammy <laughs> to die. 
Um, but yeah, I don't get the uh, what is it? The whole having oh you can't touch us sort of thing during the segment was just like a okay we get it like WWE had contract signings where there was no violence before. Did we need did we need to recreate that? Oh, I mean. <laughs> I can't say it's a WWE thing because, you know, the contract signing angle has been going on since, you know, forever. Sorry, sports the, entertainment since, thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if that was like a quote unquote shot at WWE to do that or whatever. I think it was one of those things where they didn't want to do the um, it ends in a brawl just because we got four, four more weeks <laughs> and then it, to go through. And then it ended in a brawl later on the show. It well, ended like up a in a brawl. brawl later on in the show. So, yeah, I don't really get the point to this segment. But a parking lot assault. Yeah, uh, well, we got Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb in a Philly street fight. Um, I can't tell if the crowd was really into this, but they like Shida. Uh, they like Deeb. Um, that was whatever. It was. It wasn't bad. It was very in the middle. It was. It was much better than the Thunder Rosa uh, yeah. Mercedes Martinez street fight. That's for sure. You know, but you know what? Even like I was watching this, and I kept comparing it to the uh, the Hikaru Shida uh, Nyla Rose street fight. That mm-hmm. was heat. So I was kind of comparing it to that. And I don't think it ever hit that level where the Nyla Rose, oh. the Karashita one did. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and um, yeah, that was just fine. It was, it, I guess it's, it's over now. This feud is done. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be Serena D versus Thunder Rosa at um, double or nothing. Double or nothing. So yeah, this, this silly street fight that masked itself as another one contenders match. Um, has there ever been a street fight for a number one contendership? I'm sure there has. You mean in wrestling in general or just in, w- yeah, in AEW? In I'm sure there has been. Yeah, for ECW, if that counts. They did one of those. Just like, we really got to beat the shit out of each other with all these objects for a title shot. But yeah, um, yeah, this match never really got as violent as I thought it would. Or I hope that what is it the becky quote would have lit a fire under AEW's ass and really had these women show out and that was very much not the case so to be i mean well according to my timeline they were really into it they said that uh the match proved becky wrong so i mean there's that i don't know what they said it was a banger i'm just telling you what the timeline said that match that match absolutely did not prove becky wrong because i think the <laughs> serena d and Hikaru Shida were the only women that showed up the whole episode. Well, I mean, oh. I think you meant just like the match quality wise, I guess. Oh, brother. Uh, watch watch Charlotte and Ronda blow that shit out with the fucking street fight. But, uh, is, I mean, uh, what are they about to have? An I quit match. But um, next we have the Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky ladder match for the TNT title. And boy, I'm telling you right now, this is the worst ladder match I've ever seen in my life. This match, like surprisingly, I don't know how they did it, but this match is worse than the uh, the ladder match with Cody. The Cody one was somewhat kind of no more fun. I had more fun watching that match. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what? I I would say I had more fun about uh, watching that match because I cared extremely less about this match. And plus, so off the rip, Sammy Guevara decides, hey, let me just jump off a ladder and do a, a, a 630 centons Phoenix Splash double loop off the ladder for no reason. No, There was no need to do that at all. 
and then landed on top of his head 15 feet off the you, ground. I don't even want to describe it because you could go on AEW's Twitter right now and then watch it back to back to back over and over and over again. But I think the most egregious part of that is he does it so close to the ladder. Scorpio Sky is not laying down or even close enough to like, he would have to be the ladder to catch this motherfucker. Yeah, he didn't get any kind of springs off of that that little. And then uh, what is it? I thought it was so corny when he did the uh, the I'm crazy thing and then did it, and I was just like, oh brother, he'd like he'd been doing that though the whole I'm I'm crazy. Thing, I know, but like it's the, still, it's the, the justify. Corny. Yeah, it doesn't justify you doing that move in the first place. I had no problem with wrestlers jumping off ladders and doing high spots, but at least like makes sense when you do it. You know what I mean? Don't. Like what? What? No, there is no, there is no psychology there here, bro. Zero psychology. I don't know how people like. I there people can't enjoy matches this, do don't they? have. What is it? Psychology. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason to it. And a prime example of it is what is it? Uh, Scorpio Sky throwing him off the ladder into the barbed wire ladder, and he popped back Got up, right back up. Even then, even Excalibur. And then you next. <laughs> Even Excalibur was like, he got right back up. Like, even he couldn't believe it. He was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. You he got right so, back up. This is the finish of the match. I throw you off the, lad- off the ladder into the barbed wire ladder. You spring back up, and I throw you off again, and then I win the match. You do Just a whole stay the springboard right, right after that. I know. You do a whole springboard for what? What was the reason to do that springboard? So, so garbage. You get knocked right back off. It, 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 it kills the fucking ladder spot you just did. Because you know yeah. some of it. And so also, what they, even doing it? Both these niggas got hit with the barbed wire. Uh, what is it? The barbed wire ladder. And neither of them bled. So what is that? Is that shit made out of plastic? That too. Like, what was Some match. Tony Khan, I don't want to see another ladder match from y'all for the rest of the year. I better not see that I one more I don't want to see Sammy Guevara wrestle no more. That too. Can we, we don't have to that? get it. And we don't even have to get into them winning the belt for no real reason. It seems like now go with the point. In that. Oh yeah, this nigga got two reigns for no uh whatever. If he wants to have the two reigns, whatever. But like, what was, what was really? Uh, I guess to like do the double turn, but they gotta get that shit anyway. You know, you know what's so funny too? Because the North American Championship used to be the uh, the cursed championship. Now I feel like it's the TNT Championship. Everything that can go wrong with that belt seems to keep going wrong, or just or just a yeah. Mess Sammy Guevara there. keeps winning the shit. And then some boring <laughs> nigga keeps winning it after. Uh, I don't like, I really don't know what to say about this match besides it's like terrible. Uh, what is it? The Paige Van Zant coming out didn't move me. Uh, Tay Conti kicking Dan Lambert in the nuts didn't like do anything for me. You know why um, that didn't even hit? Because it wouldn't hit if, if Dan Lambert was still a heel and Tay Conti was the face, but because she wasn't. Like the, it didn't get a crowd reaction they wanted. It was just like, okay, you know what I mean. You just, you just beat up Dan Lambert again, like while yeah. he's like the most likable person in the room right now. Um, <laughs> <That's> crazy, <laughs> so stupid, fickle. Um, yeah, outside of like indie is, stuff, that was the worst ladder match I ever seen in my life. I know yeah. New Japan had a really bad one too, but this one takes the cake. <laughs> uh, another dumb spot, which I thought was very funny, was uh. When the women were on each like opponent's back, uh, Paige Van Zant was on Sammy, and then uh, Tay Conti was on Sky, and they were like boxing on top of the ladder or whatever. Tay Conti does like a full on like kind of like back bump or whatever off the ladder, and then Paige Van Zant like, nope. is carefully 
uh, coming down, and then Tay Conti doesn't get up fast enough to like uh, kind of go for their spot. So Paige Van Zandt has to kind of like pull her up. And I was just like, just go away, go fight, like do that thing where y'all fight and then y'all go through the tunnels or whatever and y'all disappear. Like, I don't know, that match is terrible. Uh, Sammy Guevara really needs to like stop being on these shows. Like, I don't, I don't get the point of team. Like, oh my god, there's so many better people that could be TNT champions right now. Hope, hope this is over. I don't know where Sammy goes from here. But I'm not interested. Whatever. <laughs> I I don't even know where he would go. Yeah, I genuinely don't know where he's going to go from here. Unless they just run it back for the third time. Ugh. Yikes. Nah, not a fan of that. All right. Quick hits. We got uh, the Blackpool Fight Club versus the Factory. Who's the Factory? Who's uh, Nick Camarado? Camarado, Aaron Solo, and Anthony Agogo. And, Anthony um, Google's back. Right, uh, yeah, he's been back. He wrestled on um, I think he wrestled on Rampage a couple weeks ago. Uh, um it was a yeah, uh, you know uh you know glorified squash match, but it's as Blackpool Combat Club, so I'm all, I'm all in. Weirdly, you they got a huge pop because it was his hometown. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> nothing crazy happened. There's just another Moriarty match. I can get that. I know you got an ass whooping for his homecoming. <laughs> so um I'm still not 100% sure where this Blackpool Combat Club thing, unless they're introducing a trios title. Um, I'm not really sure what we're doing here, but I'm with it because it's Brian. So I have faith in Brian. Well, like, I'm... The care is like teetering off, but not as fast as anybody, else, like literally for anybody else, because yeah, like it's Brian. And I do like that they are, in fact, without. A shadow of a doubt is it is elevating Willie Yuta. It absolutely is. So this little experiment that Brian wanted to do, it's working. Yeah, and also um, uh, Excalibur mentioned Lee Moriarty again on commentary when they came out. So I think we're kind of leading towards that too, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Get him away from Matt Seidel. Let's get Lee Moriarty Please. with the uh, the Blackpool Club. What it? Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Uh, Warlow versus Archer. Uh, this happened in the first hour. I missed it. Um, I'm sure Warlow was, the match Warlow was exactly of, what I think it is. Warlow was off a of bean. That nigga was doing swan time bombs, hurricane ranas. I said, what's my, what's my, what's my man's okay, doing out here? That's not what the ma- I thought the match was going to be. It <laughs> <laughs> was bugging. Um, I thought it was a little unnecessary for a match like this. I think if you're going to do that kind of stuff, I would save it for the big match. But also, I think he's probably too damn big to be doing hurricane ranas and um, swan times at MJF. So... I guess if you're going to do those kind of things, you do it against another big base like Lance Archer. And yeah, that's that on that. And then after the matches, I mean, later on the night, we see MJF make a call to a, a wrestler who is taller than Wardlow and smarter than Wardlow. And you can't teach that. So um, if I were to make an educated guess, I believe he's talking about big cast, cast XL, W Morrissey. Poverty. Poverty. Poor, broke, poverty, low no, income. In, in all seriousness, I'd rather they just had Enzo. It should have just been Enzo. They can do that. Just an Enzo, Enzo out there. Do Enzo versus Wardlow. Motherfucker, they gonna have Enzo. Cass XL is gonna come out with like without Enzo, which is already an L. And then I feel like if Enzo comes out, it's an even bigger L. 
No. If Endo comes out, that'll make it better. At least it'll be entertaining. Absolutely not, bro. I fuck with Enzo. I like it. I'm. I don't know why. I I I'm over it. The whole like, oh man, they're really over in NXT or whatever. I don't give a fuck. No, they were over on the main uh, roster too. They were very over on yeah. the main roster. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't get it. And then when I kind of got it, I was just like, oh, they're gone. Um, so... <laughs> I like I, I like Enzo. I was I was always a big I don't. Fan. His in ring work was obviously not there, but I think everything else. No, definitely not an Enzo. I, I love the Zo train. The 205 live stuff was really fun. I thought that was really fun. Um, no, I don't watch 205 live. But um, once again, you know, the same feud as usual. MJF just gets a whole, you know, he runs the gauntlet and just calls a whole bunch of losers to fight. And then eventually it's going to be Wardlow versus Sean Spears. Ooh, wee. Can't wait. Um, 10 man tag. The elite versus a random assortment of niggas. Um, and then they beat the shit out of Lee Johnson. And then, ooh, we we have to prove our dominance because we got our ass beat by real beaters. So, it is what it is. There was, like, no post-match angle or anything. So, I'm just like, you guys beat up some dudes who are never on TV. Ooh. That's fine. Kill some time, I guess. I don't know. It could have been another women's match or something. Or at least another women's match. for the women. Some shit. Um, last thing we got, some Owen Hart uh, qualifying matches or whatever. We got Swerve versus Darby. I No interest. Be fun. That'll be fun. I think that'll be a fun match. I have no interest in either of these guys. And then we're going to get Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Fish. And these that's gonna be interesting. These niggas are, that's gonna be real interesting. These motherfuckers are a combined age of eight thousand and one. So I'm just like, why are we having this match, bro? I I can say this is a matchup we've never seen before. I'll give them that. Definitely something we ain't never seen before. Because you never seen it, does not mean it's a bad thing. I mean, we can't judge if it's gonna be good or not until we see it. It do I think it's gonna be good? I don't know. I'm not saying it's why? gonna be good. Why does it have to be that when you have the information in your mind already that Jeff oh, Hardy just, has already put on two stinkers in AEW and Bobby Fish is one of the most even, boring niggas going on right now? We haven't seen Jeff Hardy solo in AEW yet. What is the solo versus the tag match is going to be different? He's two not different matches, and you can't and you can't even say that he's like the best part of some of these tag matches when he's not. I'm just telling you, we don't know. We can't just say the match is going to be ass. We don't. We don't. We've never seen this combination of wrestlers before. We've you never seen two, this. You have I've the never, background history in your mind. We've never seen in the past that. two matches. What makes you think that solo Jeff Hardy is going to be better than the two other matches that he had? I'm just saying. <laughs> well, the, the last match he was in, he was in it for five minutes. I can't even tell you. I couldn't tell you. This is bullshit. Ass got hurt, and then he came back like it showed nothing. And then, uh, what is it? His debut match or when he came out or whatever, it was just nothing but spots and spots. And I doubt he's going to do that with Bobby Fish. So how is this match possibly going to be fantastic? Jeff Hardy's one of, you know, he's a, he's an all-timer. He's a, he's a legend. We don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say that you can, they can surprise us. They can surprise us. Bobby Fish ain't surprising no fucking body, bro. <laughs> like, we're just, we were just talking about Jeff Hardy. We even talk about the other side. Bobby, uh, Bobby Fish surprising you, bro? I hate Bobby. I never liked Bobby Fish ever. I'm 
just, just random optimism. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Negative Nancy over there. Sometimes I want to try to look at the brighter things. I'm just saying it was an interesting you, matchup. That's all I said. All I'm saying is a matchup we've never seen before. You have the square puzzle piece, and then you're just like, maybe it could fit in this triangle, dog. And it's just <laughs> like, nah, you have enough information in your mind to just throw that shit in the square, bro. We, we, we ain't got to walk into everything with some negativity, man. Let's, let's, you know what I mean? It's wrestling. Let's, let's, let's enjoy it could be good. It could be good. That's all I'm saying. Do I think it's going to be good? No, but it could be. Oh, brother. I I guess. Um, and then some other things. Uh, Phoenix came back. I forgot to put it on the docket. So we're going to continue sure. some more House of Black shit, even though they haven't looked at each other for like the past like three weeks now. Hey, yo. Uh, we back. Is it, me or, is it me or Malachi Blackface getting blacker and blacker as the week go by? At oh, some point, you're going to end up in full Blackface. He's putting he's putting more black paint without any white on top of it. <laughs> Yo, uh, that's, that's how that would be the allegations, bro. <laughs> that man was in full black. That nigga had full black face, but he had fangs though. He, the fangs, he had fangs. He he's good. He was good. We good. It's not black. It's not blackface yet. His fit at Takeover the end pulls out a yang, yang, yang. <laughs> that shit was just black and white, no red, no blue, no green, nothing. That nigga was testing the waters. Uh, yeah, that is it for AEW. We'll see what happens uh, later on in the week. There's a really uh, interesting match that's going to be happening on Rampage. It's like uh, the baddie section versus Ladies. Nightingale, Trish. I forgot what her last Trish name is. Adora, yeah. with Sky Blue. Also, oh. Jade, Red Velvet, and Kira are officially known as the baddies, as you would expect. Yeah. I'm not mm. mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I mean, that's fine. Uh, it, it, as long as Jay Cargill stops betting, uh, begging for, where the baddies in your area? Uh, I'm all for it. Uh, you sound like me. Where the baddies at? You <laughs> feel me? Where they at? Um, so I'll be, I'll, uh, I'll be looking forward to that. I'll be watching that if I'm not doing anything on Saturday. So here's what it is. Next, we'll be getting into NXT 2.0. think this episode was that odd but there, there was uh there's a lot that goes on and i think there's just a lot that i'm just like um oh, okay, what are we doing man. what the fuck yeah, are we what doing are, what are we doing big dog but this asking. show I'm asking a lot of what... this show starts with uh a fucking train wreck K- kobashi and uh masada <laughs> <laughs> oh a fucking train wreck this match was a mess from start to finish nah, this, um, match this match was th- raw well uh, let me finish let me finish right because i was gonna say it's a fucking train wreck, but I didn't hate it. Is that weird? Is that weird to say? I didn't hate it. Yeah, because just like even for what is it? I would say for how quote unquote green these women are, or how inexperienced they are, that shit was completely masked because they was hitting each other hard as fuck, and yeah. not in like in a dangerous way. Um, there was like a couple spots where I was just like, uh, oh, that was kind of wild, but. This the spot that I'm talking about is when uh 
Nikita Lion kind of like mounts uh, Last Legend, and then Last Legend just like kind of just like launches her through the ropes or whatever. That was that terrifying. Ended, yeah, oh my god! Been, if she, yo, if she didn't, if she didn't roll her neck in like last second, it could have, it would have been a wrap for her. That's what. That's a lot. Of, that's, that's, what that's, a lot of that's, that's a lot of body. That's a lot of body. On the top of your head, a whole lot of body. That's what training is for. Um, Thank God, Jesus. But Christ. nah, shit like that. That's fire. <laughs> Like that, 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 that was a, I can't, I can't that, was a, that was a, that was a cool, uh, that was a cool spot. I'm not even going to lie. Cause like, who else is doing that? Nobody. That's a dumbass spot. <laughs> I think I'm going to die. <laughs> Motherfucker, is that shit, is that shit any dumber than fucking Sammy Guevara going, whoa, whoa, crazy, man. And then like doing no, the that's, shit. That's dumber, but I'm not going to, that, that don't justify what the hell they were trying to do right there. That shit could have been just as bad. I think uh, with proper training, that shit is all good and fine. But no, uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not watching for that spot. That was a dumbass spot. That spot was fine. Um, no, they were hitting each other hard as fuck. Um, Nikita Lion wins, and then Natalia uh, Natalia comes out and attacks uh, Lions from behind, and then Jade comes out for the save. And next week for Spring Breaking, uh, terrible name, we'll be getting uh, Lions or Jade versus Natalia Jade. and Last Legend. I'm blanking on her name because I'm just You're like losing it. I don't care about Cora J right now. Like, uh, it's it, you're, you're over it. No, I'm not over it, but I don't see like I don't see where they're going with it. Because the more women that they start like bringing in or like they brought uh, a lot. Yeah, like I'm seeing less Cora Jade as a like a champion. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm gonna tell you right now. Or like a when, face. When, when Roxanne showed up, I said, "Yeah, it's over. It's over for Cora." <laughs> that was the moment. Yeah. I said, "Yeah, it's over. It's a wrap." I'm not your best yeah. friend, but it's a wrap, buddy. Like right now, already. I think I think they're just like on opposite spectrums. Like Roxanne is a much better wrestler, but her character is currently like nothing right now. It's very bland. Like she just came. Like she just started. So. There's there's a lot to be molded there, but I like what I saw her interactions with Indy Hartwell and Persia Parado way more than those fucking vignettes that she was doing with Raquel Gonzalez. Those were those weren't good. Um, Bakora Jade, she obviously she has like well I don't even know if she really has a crowd on her side like that anymore. Um, yeah, good reaction when she came out, I think. Yeah. Um. But like, I don't really think that she's that great of a wrestler, and I don't really think, uh, what is it, the generation of Jade or whatever, whatever the fuck they're trying to uh, do with that. I'm just like, I don't ain't hitting for me, dog. So you're over it, what you're saying? What you should just said. You, you you take all that time to say you're over it. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm over. It. I'm just saying like I'm not seeing where this shit is currently going. So. Uh, We'll see what happens at spring break. And this match uh, shouldn't be too bad. Uh, Cora Jade is definitely like the smallest woman in there, which I think that's going to be hilarious. Uh, yeah, the tiny. size difference of everybody. Well, Natalia's not that tall either. But she's a lot thicker, though. She got muscle on her. Yeah, it was the only difference. Yeah. Like everybody in that match is thick as hell. And then, then you have the two women who are tall as hell. <laughs> and then you have Cora Jade and her skateboard. So uh, we'll see what happens. Next match. Uh, this was built up last week. I don't think we talked about the build up too much about it, but we got Katana Chance 
and Caden Carter versus uh, Leon and Faraz. It was cool. I liked it. Unmute yourself. Why are you commuting yourself whenever you're not saying that? Because I keep coughing. I don't want to cough on the mic. You want to hear it? Yeah, just die, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I really, I really like those girls. Um, Leon and Faraz, I think. Yeah. They, they got potential, for real, for real. Um, Casey and Caden, I know they won the match, so I'm assuming they're going to wrestle Toxic Attraction sooner than later. But they can make roster those girls now. I think it's time. Yeah. Uh, Wade Barrett said something really interesting where he was just like, hey, man, they've been here for a minute, man. If they don't get that shit now, I think they should hang it up. And I said, yeah, Which that's I think might be. It might happen. I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to have that match. This and then, like the, uh, what is it? I think this might be their third tie, uh, match for the tag titles. Yeah, if yeah, they don't I, get it now, let's call them up. If we yeah, we've know, if we've seen the trend of you know you get your name changed and then you probably got what two more weeks on NXT and they ship you up. Mm. It happened with Gunther. It seems like it happened with Kaylee Ray, and now it's probably gonna happen with Katana Chance and Caden. Mm-hmm. So, uh, moving on, next tag match we got Elgato Del Fantasma versus the Rednecks, and. I'll say this, man. Briggs kind of showed me something. So it was looking dark for Jensen, bro. I wonder what the reason they, they, they wrote him out the match. Probably uh, probably wasn't medically cleared, but they didn't want to make make, uh, make too much of a big deal out of it. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, the match was whatever. The angle going forward is Von Wagner attacked uh, Jensen backstage. So we'll see where that goes. Oh, because uh, Kushida and fucking... <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Kushida you're right to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, the match was fine. Ogato wins. Uh, then we're going to get more Cartel versus Mafia Wars. So, oh, yeah, we didn't get into that. We get, <laughs> oh, the, what's the names of the guys? Oh, I, I have it in quick hits because I was just like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, let's get into it now. Um, <laughs> Tony, Tony D'Angelo and his twinks. Uh, Channing stacks Lorenzo. I don't, I don't think we're allowed to say that word. We keep saying I don't know. If we're, I don't know if we're allowed to say that. Who gonna fight me? Um, <laughs> the the, the gay and, and then Troy <laughs> and then Troy and uh, Troy Donovan, which these two are some of the most like unintimidating looking niggas ever. <laughs> Just two niggas really skinny in the face. Um, no muscle behind any of these dudes. Like. None of these dudes look like they have muscle to like protect their dawn. So I'm just like, I they think they get like thrown Raul, around a lot. Yeah, I think like yeah. Raul Mendoza could really just beat the shit out of one of these dudes. Like, it's, it, for real, it's, for real. Cru- it's Cruz del Toro now, which is a fire oh, name. My by fault, the way. My fault. Yeah, fire yeah. name. That's a fire name. Um, I'm sorry. But yeah, man. His troop ain't give me no benefit of the doubt that like he about to really be something in NXT, bro. Um, and then since we were already talking about it, Von Wagner and uh, Tony D'Angelo happened, and boy, ooh wee, naughty dabbing. It's their stinks. But back to the main topics. Uh, we got Solo uh, Solo Sukhoi versus Trick Williams. I thought eh. this match was okay. Trick Williams, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, he needs he needs some work still. For he, sure. need, he needs some work like a motherfucker. He cannot like if he's gonna be having singles matches for real. He can't be the the Carmelo Hayes shit. The dust gonna settle, bro. 
I think uh, Trip Williams has great facial reactions. I think he's a character. Obviously, he's funny, good talker. Mm-hmm. He just, yeah, it's gonna take some time for him to get used to being in the ring. He probably should get more reps on level up. I think like he doesn't work level up a lot. He probably should work a little bit more. The timing's mm-hmm. a little off. At least he's not wrestling in the in the brunch boots no more. He got regular wrestling boots now, so that's <laughs> that's an upgrade. Yeah, that's good for him. But nah, in this match, I was just like, I don't know, dog. And then Soya Sokoa, uh, you know, not the biggest fan, but he certainly turned guy. around on them. But uh, I don't know, brother. Um, so that was whatever. And then post-match angle, uh, Carmelo Hayes talks his shit. Oh, Cameron Grimes is also on commentary. So Cameron Grimes comes out, talks to Soya Sokoa, and then um, Carmelo Hayes talks his shit. And then so he's going is about to fucking super kick this uh super kick this shit out of uh Carmelo Hayes. He ducks out the way and then uh he catches Cameron Grimes dead on the jaw and Solo Solo didn't look too sorry, bro, because they're gonna fight next week anyway. So it is what it is. Um and then a lot of stuff going on with Diamond Mine right now, so we're just gonna hit off on multiple things. What the fuck is Roger Stone talking about, bro? I want Roger Strong to not talk. This is what Bivens is there for. I don't I don't want Roger Strong <laughs> on my TV to talk ever. Not at any point in his career. I said, hey, I want to hear a promo from Roger Strong. Don't like, ever do that I, anymore. I, I know have... he could cut a promo. Like, I know he could cut a no, promo. No, he can't. He, could be he can't cut a promo. He, he can't cut a promo. He, he can't he talk for, sure. for shit. He'd never been able to talk for shit. Ever. He for in his sure, whole career. He for sure, for sure can talk. Um, I've watched this man for 20 years. He cannot talk. <laughs> I know, I know talk. my nigga. I know my nigga can talk, man. But you can't. What the Proceed, fuck was he saying? Like, what it? Last week I was just like, all right, whatever. But what is this process of like? What is Diamond Mine going through right now? Like, what is they're this? Losing. They're losing. Just, ha- just, just, just have them, just have them win something. No. <laughs> and then Roger Stone talking mad shit, but he nowhere near in any title contention. He hasn't been in near a title contention in a minute. But it's his group. Yeah, but it's just like you can't talk to me about being a loser, you know, loser or being like, how the fuck you didn't win the big one when you just lost the uh, goddamn Ilya Dragon off overseas? You flew 16 hours to get your ass beat. <laughs> Talking to me crazy. Yeah, you're gonna be laugh. I can't laugh. I'm gonna cough. <laughs> but uh, I guess, yeah, Diamond Mine is definitely going through some uh, rebuilding process when I feel like. Uh, the Creed brothers should really just be mowing through. Uh, actually, I feel like Elgato Del Fantasma is on their way out, so they're gonna get a, let them get the title match, um, and then probably like scurry off. But um, just have Diamond Mind beat this shit out of uh, Pretty Deadly backstage. Just do it, oh. bro. They had a build to it, man. Um, I will say that I'm very excited for. Um, I guess we can talk about it now. This led to um, Roderick Strong announcing next week it's gonna be Viking Raiders. Against the Creed brothers, they gonna beat the mm-hmm. shit out of each other. I cannot wait. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot fucking wait for I, that match. I couldn't think of a more like you know greater opponents for these two motherfuckers. For when real, for when real. them when them boys came out from uh from the side of the camera, I said, "Oh, I jumped yeah. like, us fucking uh, go." I, said, Let's I thought, go, I thought it was very funny that Roger Strong was just like, "All right, man, we need to start. You know, we gotta get really get into this shit, man." So y'all too, I'm gonna face some home boys. I used to beat the shit out of back in the day. <laughs> Link up. Uh, uh, also, they wrestled a uh, team BBC 
of Idris Nofe and Malik mm-hmm. Malik the you know, Malik the Freak. You know the fun little fun little match. Um, I hate that they catch... call him Malik the Freak. Bro. That's hilarious. That. Those guys, you know what? Those guys are really really funny. I like those guys a lot. Oh, and yeah, I think Nofe is really good in the ring. Uh, for for you know such limited ability, I mean limited time. He's wrestling. I think he's a, a natural athlete. Um, hmm. and they quoted Cool Runnings, which I thought was really funny. So if you quote Cool Runnings in your promo, I can't, you know, I can't knock that. It's a great movie. Um, hmm. yeah. yeah, so they had a match and they got squashed by Viking Raiders. And then there you go. It wasn't a squash. Um, it was a little competitive. It was, yeah, it was, it was a squash. No, it was, it was uh, a squash. It was squash. It was squash. What is it? Team, uh, Team B, they show something, bro. That was um, squash. And then definitely Viking Raiders and Three Brothers are definitely going to be something that steals the show on spring break-in. Uh, so that should be cool. All right. Quick hits. We got a lot of stuff going on here. So we got uh, Nathan Frazier making uh, making his debut, but it's just not a debut match, debut program. Um, yeah, cut the hair. Or no, he doesn't have to cut his hair. Or not cut his Do something different with different. it. Yeah. Like, get, a bra- get a braid that goes across your, uh, your crown or some shit. Because, yeah. Grayson, yeah, please get like an elf haircut or some shit because um, Grayson Waller, uh, what is it? Uh, you could check out this WWE backstage. I don't know if it happened on the show or not, but Tiffany Stratton and uh, Grayson yeah, Waller, they were, yeah, teeing, they were teeing off on that nigga, bro. Yeah, yeah cooking him. Um, yeah. and Nathan Frazier, for some reason, it's taking him really, really a long time to get less indie-fied. When he was in NXT UK, he had those goofy indie shorts for like six months, and he wouldn't change those damn shorts until someone I probably the indie pulled shorts to the side. I think the indie think shorts are fine. That's so, so ugly. Oh, my God. Oh, bro. It's a, that's one of the worst things CM Punk did for wrestling with those goofy-ass shorts. Hate those <laughs> shorts. It's a, it's, a, uh, it's a remnant of a forgotten, <laughs> not a forgotten era, but of our golden era, bro. I think Seth Rollins did that too, didn't he? Didn't he have the shorts too? Yeah, no, uh, he had he had trunks at some point, but I'm I'm sure there's a lot of niggas that uh, did the basketball shorts or like oh, the, so uh, ugly Ugh. the long neon shorts. Ugh. Uh, he, I know this is gonna be a weird sentence, but I feel like he should probably get like the uh, what is it the five inch seam ones with like probably like some tassels like Buddy Murphy used to have or uh, when when he was with well, Seth. no well. Nathan Frazier's gear is fine now. Now it's just the hair. Oh. <laughs> he need to get an undercut or something. I'll tell you get what, though. That, get, um, Fuck it. get some waves. Some dreads. <laughs> get waves, bro. Um, I will say that that uh, that, that Tope Suicida he did, he might have surpassed. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, might have surpassed um, Santos. In the suicide oh, dive department, yeah. that boy was speeding. Boy, you saw how fast he went. Yeah, my man. I went. mean, Santos been doing that shit since Lucha Underground. So I know, but the way the way Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Frazier was moving, like I thought he could like mm-hmm. fly into the crowd the way he was moving. Yeah, he said uh, <clears throat> Grayson Waller flying, and then um, Chase U got involved. Well, so Nathan Frazier comes out. Grayson Waller's just like, "Hey man, shut that shit up!" and beat the shit out of Google Raj or whatever. What's so his that's name? Not looking good on him. He's like Google Rock. <laughs> what is it? What's his Goo- name? Yo, every time he's on TV, we go to this Guru Raj. Yeah, whatever. Um, not looking good for his report card. Um, and then Grayson Waller is just like, hey man, you look like a nerd. Shut the hell up. Chase you, you in the crowd, you some bitches. 
and uh, I don't know why he had the tee off on <laughs> on Chase University, but uh, Andre Chase gets involved. Um, Nathan Frazier, uh, Nathan Frazier does a whole bunch of stuff. And if Nathan Frazier is going to be with the Chase, you guys, I'm not mad at that. Let's I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he's going to be in Chase U, but he might be like affiliated with them. That's fine. That's fine. Ain't wrong with that. I think uh, I think that's good company to keep, man. Um, I think they're really good baby faces on the roster. So, um, yeah. Plus, Nathan doesn't have much. Nathan doesn't have much personality as it is right now. So he probably needs yeah, he, Andre Chase around him. He gonna he gonna get a, he gonna get that scholarship, bro. Watch. Um. Next, we got Aberfaya. Uh, getting a debut vignette, and like I'll say this, man. Uh, Aberfaya. Do you like the name? I mean, it's fine, yeah. Uh, she has red hair, so it works or whatever. Um, <laughs> that, that's a qualifier. <laughs> yeah. I don't... Uh, what is it? I think Cal, uh, KLR was... Uh, you know, it was a nice little acronym to have, like Kyle O'Reilly's... Uh, that her real name? Just called him Kyle. Uh, Kaylee Ray? Yeah. Probably. Look it up. It was if a, it's a real, real name. name it, it was spelled different. It was like Kaylee. Like, it's just Kaylee. Oh, it was okay. Kaylee and then Ray. That wasn't really okay. <laughs> WWE said, "Nigga, we not taking no chances." So, <laughs> no. oh, she's only twenty nine. My thing, know that either. my thing is right now is that one, one, we're getting more name change discourse, and I feel like they're dead now. I, th- I feel like people are kind of over it. I think, yeah, but it, it's dying down because like it's it's starting to become less of a hot topic. Uh, you're not getting yeah, your retweeted engagements no more. It's inevitable. The names didn't change. You got to deal with it. This yeah. Point. Like you, you, we got over the shock. It's over now. Yeah. My thing is, is that this vignette's cool. Fine. Great. The name change doesn't bother me at all. Have this vignette on SmackDown, though. Get the fuck out of here, dog. Like, what the fuck? Get it. Leave, nigga. Leave. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, bro. You are you are Kaylee Ray here. Get the fuck out of here and go be something in somewhere else. Like I, that's why I think. Uh, what is it with Martel Bartho? Like I thought it was great because in NXT 2.0, whatever NXT, whatever he's Martel Bartho. As soon as he went up there, he got his new name. So nobody does the stupid criticisms of, well, like you know they're changing. Like why would you change your name when we're so used to it or whatever? And I'm just thinking, just put her in front of a new crowd with a new name. And that's perfectly fine. Because as soon as she comes back, you're going to get the dickheads that are doing the Kay- uh, Kaylee Ray chance or whatever the fuck. Nip that shit in the bud. Go to SmackDown, nigga. Fuck out of here. Maybe, maybe not ready just yet. <laughs> to send like, it up there. But you got to remember, it's two, it's, it's two different parties like trying to figure out what the hell we're going to do here. So Yeah, they, and they, I don't know what the fuck they want to do. I'm fine. Like I'm fine. No like idea. the name change don't bother me. Like I'm cool. But it's just like go get that main roster bag, bro. Like let her get the bag. SmackDown ain't got really much going on, bro. SmackDown got a lot of people coming in at once. Maybe they want to spread it out. Yeah, but uh, that's fine. Um, next we got Mandy Rose versus Roxanne, and I'll say right now from. The time that we did the grades to now, Mandy Rose skill has dissolved like pay, like fucking toilet paper and water. I don't, 
I don't understand how this woman has regressed in her wrestling ability. It blows my mind. I don't know how this happens. I don't know how it happens so fast. Like, I can't even say in that tr- in that fatal four-way that she was getting, like, carried by Kaylee Ray and uh, Io Shirai. I would say that more of being the case for, uh, for Cora Jade. But, like, what happened? I don't know. It's really like every like it seems like communications off all the time. It lasts like three you weeks. You're not training. You're not going to rehearsal. You you're not watching no tapes. You you not you know trying to develop new moves. You are not trying to hit the uh what is it? Liv Morgan. She got a uh, she got a ring in her uh, in her garage. In her barn. You're not trying to see what that shit about. <laughs> like Natalia got a ring too. You're not trying to see what that shit about. All you do is tan and lift weights. Look good. That's it, bro. Like, what the fuck going on, bro? Uh, I thought Roxanne looked okay in here, but you know, Manny Rose ain't try to do anything to really make her look good. And I know, and I know it's not Roxanne being insanely green because, or like, you know, being kind of like new to this or being like new to us for the most part. I mean, still Manny to Rose this. just had a fucking because Manny Rose still had a stinker with Dakota Kai. She's been in this shit for a minute. Manny's been in this for a minute. Manny's been in this for a minute. It's, uh, it's, yeah. Something just seems off with her recently. I don't know what it is. Maybe she's focused on something else, but she doesn't seem like she's really into it anymore. Maybe she's ready to go back to the main roster. I don't know. But some, <laughs> no, something's off. With, something's off. Well, with the way you wrestling, don't even touch, don't even touch that shit, bro. Don't oh don't God, don't I'm... look. Don't look at that. Uh, what is it? That minimum, <laughs> whatever the fuck Triple H said, bro. Don't don't look at that shit. Oh no, Mandy making way more than that. You bugging? Yeah, I know. But like, uh, now currently, don't don't look at Bianca. Don't look at Sasha. The, don't look at them, bro. Because I don't know how the fuck your skill regressed. But uh, next, yeah, let's wrap this. I up. think I'm our champ. I think our champions are like in very tough spots, except the tag champs. Hey, this shit um, is ass, bro. That whole joke, get, get that shit out of here. All of it. You enough is last enough. week. Last week, I literally said. When the fuck did he get like a cult or whatever? Like he never That's did what I'm saying. No shit like that. Nothing out like, of nowhere. They heard that episode. It was just like, oh shit, Cyrus is right. So they did it this week, and I was just like, nigga, please. This hall is terrible. It's all I don't. Hold on, I got coffee. <laughs> no problem. But like, let's get to the match, bro. We're gonna get this shit the fuck up out of here, bro. This shit is ridiculous. Um. I'm really hoping and praying Quan is dying right now that uh, this match is good because if this match is good, I would say I could ignore the rest of this build because what is it? Even, even the greatest matches have very poor builds. And then I could just be like, well, shit, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm sure the match will be fine, but I don't, yeah. I don't like Braun being in supernatural storylines. He doesn't fit. It's weird. Well, like <laughs> I'm, it could work, but it just happened so random and sudden. And it just feels like rushed and fast forward. Like, this shit is uh, ridiculous. Uh, all right. Quan is done. So we're going to uh, kind of get through this to the best or, you know, to the best of his abilities. But good news is that we have the women's breakout uh, tournament happening in two weeks. And some of the faces uh, that we've seen right now is Ariana Grace who is, I think, Santana Morella's uh, daughter, right? Correct. Yes. Um, Last Legend's going to be in it. 
So I think that's a really good, uh, <laughs> that's very good for her. Uh, uh, Kiana James, I think she had the worst vignette so far. She was just like, bitch, I've been, crunch- I've been crunching the numbers, man. And I think I got a three- 33% chance of winning this uh, breakout tournament. And I was just like, oh, that's you're a nerd. A sexy here. secretary gimmick? Come on. Now. I said, hell no, nah, bro. We back. The 80s is back, bro. Um, absolutely not. This if she pull out a if she bring a, a calculator to the ring with her, bro. Oh, she is somebody with a briefcase. This is like when Liver Bates was a goddamn librarian. Like, nah, we we good off that, bro. She still is. Oh, I haven't seen her in so long. I would have known, bro. I thought she was just a janitor. Um, Sloan Jacobs. Um. She brought a level up a couple of times. She's very okay. young. I didn't, know, I didn't realize how young she was until she said it on her day. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. 20? I, I, I watched it, but I don't remember anything she said. But I remember she said that she wanted to be the youngest. Yeah, she's, like, nine, she's like, like 19 or something. She's young as hell. Yeah, I was just like, it's, it's a race between you, Roxanne, and uh, Cora Jade, bro. Well, Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, Simone, Simone, Simone Johnson, if you remember her, <laughs> uh, she, she made a little like a. Uh, Emoji towards the. Uh, oh no! Towards the oh, uh, no. the tweet. Oh, so no. I I don't know what that means. Oh, is, no, she, no, is she is she no, fi- no. is she finally ready to go or? Hey, Amen. All I gotta say is, if she's in this tournament, thank you, you everybody, coming along with me on this ride. It's a but rap, you know boy. what it is, man. It's a wrap. <laughs> unless they unless they change, uh, you know they. Uh, well, they change your I can't name. even say pull a swerve, but unless unless they just like, you know, we're gonna treat you like everybody else. This is the let's get this motherfucker some reps tournament. Are they gonna change your name? So Simone, I my via, bro. <laughs> that'd be hard, dog. That would be hard. Something my via, just anything my via would be hard. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. They should do that. Oh no! Cousin Kayfabe, technically his last name is Maivia, so. Yeah. Well, don't 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 do don't do that. I, I think I made I came up with too good of an idea, and then Twitter's gonna be like, "This should be her name. Let it be her name. What the fuck is a brawn breaker?" Uh, so it is what it is. Um, but nah, that is it for us. Quan is like heaving, and <laughs> no, you're not okay. Bro, I'm breaking in a sweat right now. I'm coughing. I, I don't want this over with. I want this to end right now. Yeah. And we are done. So um, you can check out our Patreon. Uh, well, you already heard our Patreon segment. We talked about uh, some AEW uh, New Japan fan, uh, dream matches that you, not even dream matches, just matches that you would be interested in seeing. Um, I'm sorry to hate the term dream match. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, we talked about Becky Lynch's uh, quote on the AEW women's division. You can follow me, Cyrus, at Cyrus on twr on twitter you can follow kwan at the comeback spot where he'll be able to talk because he can't right now uh and you you can follow all things uh the a show at the a show rnc subscribe to us on patreon at patreon.com forward slash the a show rnc where we have shows like legendary runs uh invasion diaries x8 diaries um you get the weekly shows uh a day early and for all you motherfuckers that voted for it, we're going to be talking about Street Fighter the movie. 
on Patreon, uh, on Spot Callers. And all I have to say is, I don't know what this has to do with wrestling. I don't know either. Or, or how or how there's a wrestling tie. But I think Justin was just like, man, I'm really, I really like playing Street Fighter right now. Let's do this. So we'll see. I like that happens. movie as a kid. I ain't gonna lie. I liked it as a kid. I'm, I'm sure. I am sure. At the time, this movie was great. This movie's no. ass. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know y'all had the. Oh man, it was, I, but it was like look, really good, bro. Like when it I was like out. five years old. Better. I just. I was like five years old. I just thought it was cool to see Blanca on my TV screen. I was like, that's Blanca right there. I was like, let's go. <laughs> I feel like they could have got somebody that was, uh, well, you know what? It's a video game movie. So they wasn't going to get real actors for this shit. But I feel like they could have got somebody more stocky for Blanca. Um, wild skinny, right? Yeah, that boy was wild skinny. And then he had like the brick, he had like brick forehead, whatever. He had the school juice pouches for eyebrows. <laughs> All right. I'm, we're not talking about it. I'm going. <laughs> Bye. See you later. Bye, everybody. All right. Peace out. We'll see you guys next week.